2: Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good looking people. Remember, you're good looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And you have consciously and conscientiously tuned into the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, Barry Shore. And if you ever want to listen to this show again and find all the information, you don't have to write anything down, just listen carefully. Everything that you're going to hear today from this amazing person that is yours for the listening is going to be found at BarryShore.com. B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, BarryShore.com. And remember, you are are here for one reason only because you care the most about you why oh you E-W-E, you. And that's great, because when you care the most about you, when you become the best you possible, you help make the world a better place, the kind of place we all want to live in, because that's the essence of self-enlightened self-interest. When you become the best you, you are making a difference in the world. So this wonderful show, The Joy of Living, is hosted on this magical, mystical, mysterious platform called Internet Radio by... VoiceAmerica.com, and it's heard throughout the world. Matter of fact, you are joining at this very moment 270,911 people who are listening for one reason all because everybody cares the most about themselves. And when you do, and you want to grow, you want to motivate yourself to be the best you possible, that's the kind of world we all want to live in. So thank you for being here. This is the joy of living. And we work with three fundamental principles on this show. And they are, number one, life. Your life has a purpose. And the corollary to that is because you have purpose, you can go mad Now, in this case, mad is a great acronym. We work a lot with acronyms, which is the first letter of each word, or in a word, take the letters and bring out the positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant aspect. Go mad means to go make a difference because when you live the best you possible you can make a difference in the world you have purpose you can go make a difference and one of the best ways to do that one of the easiest most fun ways of doing that is unlocking the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms everyday words and terms simple example this is being carried over the internet. And, and the internet, if you ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? Well, they'll say that's something to do with the internet, of course. And factually speaking, that is correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for drumroll, fanfare, da-da-da! What a wonderful world. And what a, -A W-H-A-T-A, is a word. (laughs) What a wonderful world. And when you hear that those words, right away you think of that great song by Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, who made that song go viral and touched hundreds of millions of numbers billions of people around the planet. And you just hear the opening bars of that wonderful song, what a wonderful world. And right away, what do you do? You smile. <laughs> because that's what happens when you think about what a wonderful world. And smile is one of the most important acronyms that you'll ever learn and internalize. Because smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Every day. Now. There are about 230, 240,000 people listen to the show every week. And we bring in an extra 30, 40,000, sometimes 50,000 people every show because people tell their friends, this is a great show to listen to because they care about me. That's what you're interested in. You, right? The joy of living. So invariably, whether I'm speaking to a group of 50 people or 5,000 at a, at a, on, at a stage or online here, I get Call right now up on the board to have 10 questions. But Mr. Short, I've been out for hours already. I haven't seen any miracles. And I ask, Are you here? Can you hear? Can you see? Do you have water to drink? Do you have food to eat? Do you have a place to sleep? Do you have family? Do you have friends? Those are all miraculous. When you begin to understand, to see those as a person would see a miracle. Just because it's regular doesn't mean it's not miraculous. As a matter of fact, millions of people did not get out of bed this morning. Million people plus died. You didn't. Millions of people can't get out of bed because they're infirm. They're in the hospital. You're not, I hope. Now, your humble host, most of the people listening know this. Barry Shore, 15 years ago, 15 and a half now, I was standing up in the morning just like, I hope, 99.99% of the people listening Hale and Hardy, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound. In the evening, I was in the hospital, paralyzed from my neck down. And it wasn't from an automobile accident or a a spinal injury. It was a rare disease that took over my body and rendered me quadriplegic. I could not move anything on my body except my mouth for years. I was in a hospital but in my own home for two years. I couldn't turn over by myself. Four years in a wheelchair. Braces on both my legs for a year and a half from my hips to my ankles. I now walk. Thank God I'm ambulatory, in able to walk with the help of a six-and-a-half-foot walking wand made for me by a Zen master. I still can't walk up a stair by myself or a curb, and I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice, positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Now, I have to tell you a great story, though. About a couple weeks ago, my eight-year-old niece came over to me and said, Uncle Barry, can I spell smile S-M-I-E-L? And I looked and I said why not smile smile same letters right I asked her why she said because then it could mean seeing miracles in everyday life wow (laughs) under the mouth of babes an eight-year-old and wow is a great acronym that stands for words of wisdom words of wonder because that's what happens when you hear something that really resonates and you see you say wow Words of wisdom. You're going to hear a lot of words of wisdom and wonder today from our guest, who's an amazing being. And one of the things that she is great at is helping to create the kind of world that we all want to live in. Now, CREATE is a wonderful acronym that stands for Causing Rethinking, Enabling All to Excel, Because when you use your 50 billion brain cells and your trillion synapses that connect all these brain cells for more than just deciding what kind of latte you want today, and you now recreate your thinking and you bring out the best in everything around you, you're creating the kind of world and harmony that we all want to live in. Now, two of the most important words that you'll ever learn and say and change the world with are the following da ba 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank is a fabulous acronym that stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying, and I read in his works, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. <laughs> Learn to say Thank you. Three times a day, every single day for the rest of your life, consciously and conscientiously. You went to the, to the um, uh, coffee shop and you ordered your fancy latte for five and a quarter and someone brought it to you. Thank you. You ordered your fancy latte for five and a quarter and minutes went by they didn't bring it to you. You had to go up to the counter. Oh, we forgot. Now we gave it to you with the same niceness. Thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop. Somebody holds the door open. Thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop. Somebody slams the door on you. Thank you. You're riding on the freeway. You're late for an appointment and somebody cuts you off. Thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. Thank you. Learning to say thank you to harmonize and network kindness at least three times a day, consciously and conscientiously, will enable you to create the kind of world we all want to live in, a world that I say, I use a lot four-letter words. I have to warn you in advance, your humble host does use four-letter words. And I use them regularly. I like I even use the F-U word. And I do it because it shocks people. So get ready to be shocked. Four-letter words that I use, of course, are live, life, love, give, Free. <laughs> and I use the four-letter letter F-U word. Why do I do that? Because it's fun. Well, right away, there it is. Fun. F-U, capital N, capital N. You have to add the F, the N, N right away or else people will be suspect of you. But me, people say, but Mr. Shaw, sure, fun is only spelled with three letters. Not in our world. Our world, of course, is the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. F-U, capital N, capital N. So when you finish the show and you see your family, your friends later today, you point the finger with a big smile on your face, remember what that stands for, and you say F-U, everybody, remember to add right away, capital N, capital N, and say, where'd you get that? I listened to The Joy of Living, which is overflowing with good, and we have good in abundance, and it's a human being, and her name is, and I'm going to introduce her right now, I'm going to ask her to say a big hello to 200. 70,911 people around the world. Her name is Susan Fowler. Susan, are you there? Please give a big hello to people around the world.
3: Hi, everyone around the world.
2: <laughs> that is Susan Fowler, one of the most dynamic, beautiful, powerful, positive people you'll ever have the pleasure of listening to. And we will be listening to her more than you'll be listening to me over the, next, the rest of the show. She is one of the foremost thought leaders on the planet, on motivation science, and yes, it's a science, not just an art, and on leadership, and on self-leadership, and she's a sought-after speaker and a consultant, and she's an all-around wonderful being. Now, by the way, Susan, I have to just share with you something. I love your last name, F-O-W-L-E-R, because I love letters, as you've been hearing. I just want to rearrange your letters for the moment, just for the fun, F-U, Susan, and call you Susan, <laughs> call you Susan Flower. <laughs> oh, thank you. Flower
3: Power.
2: Yeah, see, right away she gets it. So I think I'm one of the few people in the world that's ever said you to you, and you laughed afterwards because you know I added the N-N right away, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. So we're going to just – we have only about a minute or so before the break. I just want to go right away and uh, do a dip into not just your background because we're really looking at your foreground and what you're going to be talking about, and when we come back from this – Uh, the break, which is very short. Stay in the edges of your seat, everybody, because I'm going to ask Susan to speak about motivation science. So I just want to set this up because to me, science means something is measurable and repeatable. Would you speak just uh, briefly about that? And then we'll go to our break and really delve into it.
3: Yeah, I don't want people to be scared off by the science, but I do want them to be excited about the idea that we have been living in the dark ages when it comes to motivation and that there is this extraordinary world of motivation science that can literally change the the quality of your life and that's what i want to talk about and it is verifiable validated and and it's not just in one place but this is global and it's based on our our human foundational needs it's really exciting
2: yeah well we want to get out of the dark ages to be enlightened by this amazing beautiful flower power susan fowler would be back <laughs> right after this brief message don't go away there's more day beautiful bountiful beloved beings you love listening to the joy of living and you will be rewarded because we're talking about something that i use every day and it helps me have more energy and it will help you it's called super grapes These are super grapes soft chews from human. They are convenient, they taste great, and huge health benefits. You know that I talk about stress kills, joy heals. This is one of the greatest ways you can experience increased energy and therefore more joy in your life. Experience the great tasting heart healthy boost of new super grapes. Soft chews. Get your super great soft chews, a special just for my audience. Go to supergrapes.com/barry. B-A-R-R-Y. Get a free 30-day supply with your first purchase. This offer is only available here because you listen to and use the joy of living. That's supergrapes.com com slash Barry. Supergrapes.com slash Barry. Do it now. You will be happy you did. Oh hello everybody. Guess what? Stress kills. That's right. We everybody knows it. Stress S T R E S S Stress Kills. But what do you do about it? Joy heals, J-O-Y, heals. Joy makes you feel better. It allows you to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate stress. And how do you do that? The best way you can is go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, barryshore.com. Take the free stress test. Find out what color is your stress and then learn how to reduce, mitigate, even eliminate it with the 11 Strategies for Living in Joy daily. It's free, absolutely free. Go to barryshore.com. Do it now. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk
1: radio. VoiceAmerica.com.
2: Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good, and we have good in abundance today, in a- Being and her name is Susan Fowler, F O W L E R. She is an author, she is a sought after motivational speaker, and she is an all around wonderful being. And we've been talking just before the break about motivation science. Now, science, by definition, is something where you can repeat and measure something. But Susan makes us aware, don't be intimidated by the word science. Revel in it because science and art are very close. Matter of fact, they're right next door to each other. And she's going to expound on the idea of motivation science because she is the expert. So listen carefully. Wonderful Susan, welcome back. And tell us more about verifiable, validated things in the motivation world.
3: Well, thank you, Barry. Um, and I want to thank everybody who's listening, as we were talking about earlier. It's so humbling when you know that people are actually taking time out of their busy lives. and so what I'm hoping to share is um, not just the science, but how you could apply the science and gosh, about 20, excuse me, almost 40 years ago, oh my gosh. Um, I became a vegetarian overnight, and I was the girl that had pork fat sitting on her stove because everything tasted better in pork fat. So I loved meat and fish. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I, I saw a documentary about the way we treated animals, and I wasn't a particularly you know one of those big animal lovers. Uh, you know, I didn't have any pets or anything. But something happened, and the next day I could not eat any kind of meat, fish, or anything flavored with it. Um, And it was just a radical overnight shift in a behavior that I'd had my whole life. And um, people said, "Wow, you're so disciplined, and you've got so much willpower." And I thought, "No, this is really easy. It's like I just don't even want to eat meat anymore." Um, I had to learn how to do it, but I was I was then really, really, really intrigued with what happened. How did my motivation uh, just change overnight for that? But that I might struggle with other things that I was trying to do in my life. So I started this search for understanding the underlying reason that I. I was able to do what I did, and it took me um, almost 20 years. And I found a body of work that has now become—it's just exploding throughout the world. It's called self-determination theory, and what the, my gurus, uh, Richard Ryan and Edward Deci, and there's thousands of wonderful researchers. And I've actually my husband and I have also started um, doing research and presented at academic conferences is that there are three foundational needs that every one of us human beings regardless of gender, generation, race, culture doesn't matter if you're a human being you have three needs that when they're satisfied you thrive. And so what I've worked for the last 25 years to do, the last 20 25 years is to say how do we take this science and Apply it in our everyday lives, so that we are proactively uh, creating, as you you know, love your acronym for create, so that we can create these three psychological needs in our life. And when you do that, you can pretty much do anything you want. It's 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 pretty astounding how powerful these are.
2: So let me just put in a nutshell, if I may, or a thumbnail, uh, depending on culture, uh, <laughs> the what you're talking about here is that motivation becomes part and parcel of the human being and will actually enjoy it as much as one will enjoy an ice cream cone when these three pillars become integrated into your being. And you're going to tell us what these three foundational needs are now, I presume. But when you have them, motivation becomes part and parcel of what you do and it doesn't become hard and burdensome. It becomes light and airy.
3: Well, yes, yes, I love that, and I think what I really want to say is that motivation is a skill. So the science has given us what we need, um, and to use it, it's a skill. So like any skill, it's going to require some consciousness and some practice, but then, yes, uh, what you're talking about is absolutely true. So, yeah, do you want me to just tell you what those three foundational needs are?
2: (laughs) Would you please, I'm on the edge of my seat, I'm about to fall off, so please, I don't want to fall.
3: <laughs> okay, okay. So I would encourage everyone listening to just try this today. If you if you find yourself like feeling pressure or stress or guilt or some kind of negative uh, feeling, and if you say, wow, why am I feeling that? You know, what's, you know, maybe I'm not motivated to go to a meeting or maybe I don't um, feel like uh, staying on my diet or I don't feel like going to the gym. So the first thing you need to ask yourself is, okay, what choices do I have? Because the first foundational need is our need for choice. We need to feel that we're the... Uh, source of what's happening in our lives. It's just—it's just like when you're trying to feed a baby, and the baby doesn't want to eat at that moment, and he'll shut his mouth. You can't pry that mouth open. You're not getting in there. He wants control. He wants a sense of autonomy over when that food is, you know, being given. And he'll even turn his head and get the schmear of peas all over his face. Um, And at some point, he'll even grab the spoon and try to feed himself, even though we can't even find his mouth, um, because he has this need uh, to feel that it's his choice. And so from our various early days on the planet, we actually have this foundational need for choice. And the reason that most, I would say, no diet will work, if you think like, oh, I'm on a diet, I can't eat them, Muffin. As soon as you say, "Oh, I can't eat that muffin because I'm on a diet. And I'm trying to lose weight." What happens is your need for choice has just been thwarted, because it's like, "I can't. I can't eat that muffin," and so the psychological need you need choice. So you think, "Oh, I need. I need to eat that muffin because it then gives you a sense of choice." So l- let me just it's about ask the you. Muffin.
2: I, I, I'm intrigued. You're saying that. If one says, I can't, literally, it's self-defeating. In other words, choice is so much more powerful that if you even allow the thought to come into your mind, I can't, it's self-defeating, it will never stand up against choice because choice is fundamental to the human condition.
3: Exactly, exactly. So it might sound like it's just rearranging words, but you know the power of words. And psychologically, what happens is instead we could look at that muffin, we could hold it in our hand, and we can acknowledge that that looks so good, and we know it's going to taste so good. And then we could just ask ourselves, I have a choice. What are my choices? What choices do I have? What choices have I made in the past, and how did I feel about those choices? What choices do I have going forward? And when you start thinking about your choices, you could say, well, I could choose to eat this muffin. I could choose not to eat the muffin, I could choose to lick the muffin, <laughs> you know, I could choose a bunch of, I have a, diff- a bunch of different choices, and so often just the acknowledgement that we have a choice enables us to make the best one, but if we're not aware that we have a choice, if we say, oh, I can't eat that muffin, because we've thwarted our psychological need, we almost always end up eating the muffin because we think it's about the muffin,
2: this is so empowering to you overuse a word that should be used more, and I want to just share with you, wonderful Susan, that um, again, most people know that are listening. <clears throat> Uh, Barry Shore has a program called the 11 Strategies for Living in Joy daily. It's free. <laughs> it's on the website at BarryShore.com, as is everything you're going to hearing, because you want to hear this again. You want to share this with at least five people. So a million people are going to hear this, uh, which, what Susan is telling you. But uh, one of the 11 strategies is the six most important words in your self-talk, and they are choice, not chance, determines my destiny.
3: Yes, you know what? I had actually noticed that on your website. I should have
2: made a note of that. Yes. Yes. This is so congruent. This is so wonderful. You're validating the reality of what we do here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So the muffin is in your hand and you love it and you're salivating and you say, I'm going to share this with three people that I love and give it to them. And now everybody feels better. Okay. Uh, what that is, is a choice two?
3: you have, yes. <laughs> right.
2: What is number two?
3: So the second psychological need is for connection. And when we say connection, it's a huge umbrella. So first and foremost, it's that connection of um, feeling like we have genuine Um, uh, We we have genuine relationships and and that we belong, that we feel that the relationships we have are authentic. So, you know, if, if you have a boss or you are a boss and you are kind of using people, you have an ulterior motive, even if you're not even if you're not going into it with that kind of intention, but it's that you haven't really thought about the interpersonal connection because we have this belief in business that, oh, it's not personal, it's just business. I don't know where we got that. It's such a stupid belief and so embedded in our our psyche. Um, But the fact is everything's personal. You know, if if I'm your boss and I'm talking to you about the hours you're working, the compensation you're receiving, your benefits, your goals, your your potential, your opportunities, that's all personal stuff. And so um, it's really important that people feel a genuine connection to others, especially at work. I think this is something, you know, we have a, a great room um, for improvement in. Um, but it's also a connection in terms of is whatever you're doing, so if you're on that diet or you're on an exercise program or you're doing expense reports um, or a, a performance review, do you, um, do, do you find a way to align what you're doing with really important values and your sense of purpose? And so if I, for example, say, oh, I'm going to start listening better, and my personality type is that I don't really listen very well, the only way I'm going to have the optimal motivation necessary to listen is if I align that behavior with with values that are important to me. So if I say, wow, okay, what are my values? And I say, well, I say I value compassion. What is the greatest way to demonstrate compassion? It's to listen, to truly hear another human being. Wow. Ooh, okay, that, that so may be my motivation wonderful. for listening.
2: So... Let you me know, do the following. I value for so I, I'm, listening, I'm, I'm listening carefully yeah. to what you say. I am also watching the clock because we are radio wow. and we have sponsors and we love to align our values with everything to do with connection of, of go, all good. So stay love on the it. edge of your seat, everybody, because when we come back, wonderful Susan is going to talk to us about thinking. And listening, and I'm gonna share with her something wonderful at the word listen that I think she'll love and everybody here will love. So don't go away, we'll be right back after this short break, and more of this amazing flower power being named Susan Fowler. We'll be right back after this short break. day beautiful bountiful beloved beings you love listening to the joy of living and you will be rewarded because we're talking about something that i use every day and it helps me have more energy and it will help you it's called super grapes These are Super Grapes soft chews from human. They are convenient. They taste great and huge health benefits. You know that I talk about stress kills. Joy heals. This is one of the greatest ways you can experience increased energy and therefore more joy in your life. Experience the great tasting heart healthy boost of new Super Grapes Soft chews. Get your super SuperGrapes soft chews, a special just for my audience. Go to SuperGrapes.com/barry. B-A-R-R-Y. Get a free 30-day supply with your first purchase. This offer is only available here because you listen to and use the joy of living. That's SuperGrapes.com com/slash/barry supergrapes.com/slash/barry do it now you will be happy you did oh hello everybody guess what stress kills that's right we everybody knows it stress s t r e s s stress kills but what do you do about it joy heals, J-O-Y, heals. Joy makes you feel better. It allows you to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate stress. And how do you do that? The best way you can is go to barryshore.com. B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, barryshore.com. Take the free stress test. Find out what color is your stress and then learn how to reduce, mitigate, even eliminate it with the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. It's free, absolutely free. Go to barryshore.com. Do it now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good and abundance. Now, the word good, by the way, is a wonderful word, G-O-O-D. Let's take that second O and make a little clip in it. And now we're going to elongate that O and make it into an L, gold. Because when you're really good, that's gold. That's the currency of life. And when you're good and you have gold, you have abundance and you can make connections with people. We just were speaking with our wonderful, amazing guest, Susan Fowler. About the idea of connections and value and the values and the ability to have purpose and to listen, and I just shared with Susan or shared it very quickly with the audience. most everybody here knows because you've been to the site and worked with us for a year now. Listen is a great word. The same letters you can take the "en" at the end of the list and move it to the beginning and make use the word enlist. You can enlist your quiet mind to become calm and aware and then move into your silent mind to become calm and highly aware same letters l i s t e n and list silent and now our wonderful connection being susan fowler we were just talking about purpose alignment listening and let's move with those values into this amazing role called leadership especially something called self Leadership.
3: Yes. You know, um, in my new book, Master Your Motivation, what I'm really trying to do is to help people be more of a self leader by by taking a control over their own motivation. I think that, especially in the workplace, but even in our homes um, and at school, if you're a student, we tend to d- depend on others to create an environment where we're going to be optimally motivated. But the fact is, no one can motivate us. Uh, the fact is- is we are always motivated. It's just that we're not always motivated the way we'd like to be motivated. So there's suboptimal and there's optimal motivation. And so if you, um, these three psychological needs that we're you know exploring, that when you create those three psychological needs in your life the first two that we've talked about are choice and connection and I just have one more thing I want to say about connection Um, and then we'll go to the third psychological need but when you create those psychological needs in your life then you are shaping the environment where you can always have optimal motivation and shift. And that's the skill of motivation is to be able to shift your motivation from suboptimal to optimal. And that means that you can experience a high-quality motivational experience anytime, anywhere you
2: choose. This is absolutely empowering. i use it again. By the way, uh Susan and I did have a wonderful interface before the show. I I liked the word mojo. It's just such an interesting word. And I asked her if we could find some way to use an acronym of mojo. And she came back to me with one, and it is motivation optimal or optimizing, maybe. And joy optimizing or optimal. Motivation optimal and joy optimal. When I say MO, by the way, motivation optimal, you can go to her site. And again, everything is on barryshore.com. You just click. You'll find her picture. You'll find all about her. And you can go and take the test and find out about your own motivation optimization. And it's such a cool thing to do because it's learning more about you. Everybody likes to learn about me. So do that. So here we are now. She just talked about shift. Now, by the way, when people use the word shift, which is a great word, sometimes for whatever reason, that F falls out and they just don't understand it. and They they dwell, they dwell in the suboptimal level. So you've got to put that F back in there, F sharp, and get yourself up to the optimal level. Shift. Oh, okay.
3: That is hysterical, Barry. I love it. <laughs>
2: You like that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, from blank to
3: shift. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Uh, And so what you need to get out of the first one and go into the shift with the F is, um, you know, we're talking about connection. And we said connection is both interpersonal and those genuine um, relationships and and feeling of belonging. And it's also um, making sure that you're aligning to your values and your purpose. And by the way, I just want to share this with you because I thought you'd appreciate it. Um before I get out of bed every morning, I um, do a mantra. And I used to say a prayer. And I I just felt like it was becoming too routine and too um, too much of a habit. So, and, you know, the whole purpose of ritual is to raise consciousness, to raise your awareness. And so the prayer I'd been using just, I thought, was, you know, getting too habitualized. So I said, okay, I'm going to do something different. So um, it, on January 1st, I just, before I get out of bed every morning, I just said, I walk in grace. and that just felt so wonderful. I walk in grace. And then then I started realizing, I walk in grace, but I want to also walk in grace with gratitude. And then... A couple of days later, it was like, I walk in grace with gratitude and generosity. And then, so right now, I got out of bed this morning, and I was, I said, I walk in grace, gratitude, generosity, joy, love, peace, and patience. So it's like, I've just, it seems like, you know, and it's happening organically. It's like, as I get out of bed in the morning, I go, what do I want for my day? What do I want to exhibit? What are the values that I want to incorporate in my every walking moment? Because... You know, I want my life to be a prayer, a, a constant prayer. And so if I walk in grace with generosity, gratitude, um, love, peace, joy, and patience, then that's not a bad day. So that's, that's part of the connection. That, that's, that's what that I mean by that, creating connection.
2: Right. As you're getting out of bed, it's a great day. Everything else is gravy. That was wonderful. By the way, uh, part of the, there's one of the, in the 11 strategies, of living in joy daily, we have something called the thirty-six words, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The eight words are go back to this idea of leadership. These these beautiful four words and four words, all two letters. If it's to be, it's up to me. Absolutely,
3: absolutely. Just, like I, you just it, said. The truer words just couldn't be spoken. That's so true.
2: Right. Okay. I love that. So there we're are all the, on the letter, third. I haven't thought about. What's our third psychological need?
3: It's our need for competence. It's our need to feel that we're growing and learning every day, that we're learning to master the world around us. I mean, think about a little baby learning to walk, and the baby falls down constantly. And we never question why the baby falls, because he doesn't know how to walk, right? And so um, when he gets up, though, you notice he's not crying. He's not like, Oh, I'm such a dumb baby. I can't even walk. <laughs> um, instead, he, he he gets up and he's smiling. He's laughing. He's he's just um, has abundant joy because he is mastering something that's so important to him. So it's not be, it's not being a master that brings us joy it is the journey to mastery it is the learning and the growing and the recognition that we're making progress and that we're growing every day and so you know we're talking about leadership if if you're listening and you're in a leadership position i would like you just to think about at the end of each day instead of asking the people you lead what did you do today what did you accomplish what if you ask them what did you learn how did you grow what did you learn today that can help you be better tomorrow? And if you want to tie it back to connection, what did you learn that will help you to help others more? Because one of the things I forgot to share about connection that's so important, it's it's really one of the biggest aspects of connection, and that is the we need to have a feeling of contributing to the greater good, that yes. people who are... So self-centered that they're not giving to others, and I know "give" is one of your big words, Barry. um, That if you're not contributing to the greater good, you're not thriving. If you are just worried about your own own goals or or power or status, then you will not thrive. And when you don't thrive, what happens is you start lashing out at others. You become a bully. You um, you know what happens, Barry. I think that people are longing for something, they have this yearning, but they can't put a finger on what they're longing for, and when you start to really experience choice, connection, and competence in your life, you begin to say, oh, that's what I was yearning for, and then it's easy to give, and then it's easy to share your joy, because when you're thriving, it feels so good, you can't help but want to turn that good to gold, <laughs> and, and start giving and that currency I, away.
2: Well, I said at the beginning, this she is good yeah. as gold. By the way, I think gold. you might like this. Uh, we use as an acronym for the word holy, H-O-L-Y, mm-hmm. helping others live Wisely. Oh wow!
3: Thank others. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm always living your arena, writing all your stuff down. <laughs> and we're talk that about takes about me a minute. I've got a whole page of notes. I'm doing the podcast, and I'm taking notes
2: from you. <laughs> and we're we're talking about the greatest leadership here. We only have a few less than a minute before the break, and I'm, I'm going to ask you to stay past the break, please, Susan. Uh, we're going because we're talking about leadership. We're talking about, like we said, if it's to be, it's up to me. The real most important leadership, everybody has leadership, -leadership. Mm self-leadership. The self is the key. When We're talking about two parts of the self. There's the higher self and the lower self. The higher self, self stands for soul expressing life fully. Self. Mm. Now, the lower self is seeking excitement, losing focus. That's the lower self. You don't want to do that. Oh, my gosh. I love
3: that so much.
2: You want to shift from suboptimal to optimal. You get your mojo working because we are with the MO herself, Susan Fowler, Motivational (laughs) Optimization, and you can't get better than this amazing, wonderful being, Susan Fowler. Stay with us. I've asked her to stay past the break. We only have a few minutes on the other side, but do it because she is so giving and wonderful and enchanting and entrancing. (laughs) And transcendent. We'll be right back after this brief message. Oh, hello, everybody! Guess what? Stress kills. That's right. We everybody knows it. Stress. S T R E S S. Stress kills. But what do you do about it? Joy heals. J O Y heals. Joy makes you feel better. It allows you to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate stress. And how do you do that? The best way you can is go to barryshore.com. B A R R Y S H O R E. Barryshore.com. Barry Take the free stress test. Find out what color is your stress and then learn how to reduce, mitigate, even eliminate it with the 11 strategies for living in joy daily it's free absolutely free go to barryshore.com do it now oh how happy this time of year is joy reigning supreme hello barry shore here now i have a quick question for you do you have stress s-t-r-e-s-s capital letters stress because you're supposed to be happy and oh my gosh maybe i'm not there's so much to do and so many things to be done and what am i go- well if you have stress and you want to get rid of it or you want to reduce it and replace it with joy then do this are you ready go to www barryshore.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, barryshore.com. Remember, www stands for what a wonderful world and treat yourself to the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. It's free. Or your money back, cheerfully refunded, free. Do it now. You'll be happy you did and let me know. Send me an email, send me a text, give me a call and tell me how happy you are. Go mad and enjoy the holidays. Bye now. Stimulating talk. Gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one
1: internet talk station where your opinion counts. (laughs) VoiceAmerica.com
2: Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking. Because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good and abundance. Matter of fact, as she just said, Susan Fowler, I'm quoting her, abundant joy we have. Because she's been talking to us and sharing with us and motivating us about the three C's. Actually, the four C's, because it's the human condition as the first C. And the three C's are choice, connection, and competence. When you work on these three aspects and you gain the, sh- the skill, you can shift. Remember to add that F in there. You can shift from suboptimal to optimal motivation and living. So I've asked Susan to stay past the uh, the time here because it's so wonderful. I'm just going to ask her to speak about self-talk for a little bit and then ask her a special question that she'll be put on the spot and see how she answers. Let's talk about self-talk, if you'd be so kind. Wonderful, Susan.
3: Yeah, um, self-talk is everything, isn't it? Um, because, um, and I'm intrigued by this Barry, so intrigued by this because um, it's the way we internalize our world, and our self-talk is a reflection of the way we're internalizing. So, I, I'm, for example, you have two siblings who grow up in an abusive household, horrible conditions. One of them becomes a victim. One of them takes it out on the rest of the world because of the the treatment they received growing up. The other looks at that, you know, environment and says, "I don't I don't ever want anyone else to ever have to experience that. I don't want to live the rest of my life this way. And so they become, a, um, you know, trying to, uh, to do good in the world. Um, I just wrote a blog about uh, Tiffany Haddish, who's an actress, who had that very exact thing happen to her, and one of her siblings became a drug addict, and she's become a, a comedian, a star, and a philanthropist. And they grew up in the same type of environment, you know, and, but there was something that somebody said to her once, that she internalized in a very positive, empowering way. And so that's what I would encourage people to do is to listen to yourself talk and ask yourself, how am I internalizing the world around me? Am I internalizing it as a victim where I don't have any choice? Am I internalizing it as nobody loves me, I'm not lovable, and I don't have a sense of connection, I'm not in touch with my values, I don't have a sense of purpose? Am I internalizing it as, wow, I'm not learning, I'm not growing, I'm stuck, I'm stagnant? Or is everything around us just like you say, you know, when you say thank you, and you get out of bed and you stub your toe and you say thank you, you know, what can you learn about your own resilience? What can you learn about the way you handle pain? Every single thing that happens happens to you during the day is an opportunity to shift from suboptimal to optimal motivation and by being aware of your own internal self-talk is a wonderful way a strategy for doing that
2: i love susan fowler opportunity to shift i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna gonna share this one with you self-talk is one of my favorite acronyms are you ready for this one i'm ready i got my pencil ready Soul expressing life fully, teaching always love and kindness.
3: Too many creepers. It's true.
2: Yes, and I if, just found if, out. If, that you,
3: if, you're, if you're shifting your self-talk, if you're being aware of it and shifting it.
2: Yes. So we only have a couple of minutes left. I'm going to ask you, wonderful Susan Fowler, one of the most sought after people in the world that discusses and teaches and shares about human motivation and empowerment. What is your most fervent desire?
3: You mean that I can say on air?
2: Yeah.
3: Um, (laughs) Yes. You know, Barry, I have to say that I'm I'm living it, and it's such a blessing. Um, My most fervent desire is to really help people shift the quality of their life experience. And I have had the really great fortune of literally traveling around the world. I was in Russia three times last year, you know, traveling around the world and speaking and teaching people these ideas. And my, my books have been translated right so far into 15 different languages, and it's just such a blessing. And so what I would say my most fervent desire is that, Every day, people could find a mindful moment to simply ask themselves, what choices do I have? What choices have I made? How do I feel about those choices and why? What choices do I have going forward? And then to really connect, to deepen connections. You know, who do I love? Um, how can I deepen the love that I have for others, even the people that rub me the wrong way who become like sandpaper to, to, to refine my character in my life? And how do I live my values and my my purpose and how do I contribute to the great good? How do I really deepen that connection in the world? And then finally to ask ourselves every day, how am I learning? How am I growing? You know, What what am I mastering? How am I demonstrating skill? What progress have I made? And if we could just learn to ask the questions around choice, connection, and competence, um, then I just feel that the world would be a better place. And if, if you do it, there's a ripple effect. There's a ripple effect. Good. I just wrote I'm a blog about, about Kobe Bryant. I, I think one of the reasons... You.
2: So speaking about the ripple effect, I'm going to ripple you. ready? I'm going to give you in front of 270,911 people a huge hug. Are you ready, Susan? I'm ready. One, two, three. (laughs) Carry that (laughs) with you. You'll become a
3: beacon of light for people if you're living your choice connection and, and competence.
2: Thank you, thank you. So again... This is the joy of living. Your humble host, Barry Shore, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. Go to BarryShore.com, and you will be able to listen again, which you certainly want to do. You'll be able to share this with five people, which you must do because this is so important to people's lives. And everything you want to know about Susan Fowler is going to be right there at BarryShore.com. So go there, www. What a Wonderful World. Remember, the three fundamentals of life, life your life has a purpose the corollary of that is you can go mad go make a difference and the third is that you can unlock the power and the secret of everyday words and terms like smile, seeing miracles in life every day, or as my eight-year-old niece said, seeing miracles in everyday life, create the kind of world you want to live in, causing rethinking, as Susan just pointed out, rethinking, enabling all to excel and learn to say consciously and conscientiously three times a day for the rest of your life. Thank Thank you, thank you, thank you and smile, and say to everybody, "F you, capital N, capital N, fun, because that's the first step towards living in joy, happiness, peace, and love. So we want to thank you very much for being here, for hearing the message from Susan Fowler, to tuning in and sharing with other people so that tens of thousands of people come and listen to the joy of living every time, and our blessing to you is this, go forth. Live the blessing. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference.
1: Thank you for tuning in this week to The Joy of Living.